1: You're getting other guys to step up. They're hungry. They're wanting to go out there and show, you know, showcase what they can do. You're not serious. Uh, that's the type of results you're going to get. And you're going to go into halftime down.
2: Why did we not play Edwards? Like, he did so well, uh, what,
1: two games ago? Yeah, he had really uh, supposed <laughs> to Jaden uh, and I was going better.
2: off. And yeah. I thought that's, uh, I, I, th- I just think that's a good strategy. Uh, put the athletic, taller, lengthier person on the shorter point guard.
1: Uh, De'Aaron Fox did not have a good game. Um, you cannot go under screens on a player like Jaden Ivey because he will make you pay.
2: Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kingscast. It's daily. Along with my co-pilot Liz. What's going on?
1: What's up y'all?
2: First quarter, Herter hits three threes. Sasha comes in and makes a three point play. Mike Brown has a successful challenge. Malik gets a block, which turns into a Davion breakaway layup. Kings up 36-31. Second quarter, Keegan Murray draws a charge. Trey Lyles goes super Trey on. Sorry. And hits two threes. Kings forced a 24-second violation. Detroit goes on a run. Detroit leads at the half. 70-63. to You could tell Golden One was a little unsettled at that moment. Um,
1: I mean, the first half They let this team obviously, you know, take the lead into the half. They let them, you know, hang around, um, you know, kind of for too long. I, you know, I will say uh, I liked, you know, to start the game. It was nice to see Kevin Herter hit two big threes right off the bat. um, Get him going a little bit, get him in a flow. Um, But yeah, I mean, when you let a team like this, that's only won six games the entire season, Um, you know, especially with, you know, multiple players out with Cade and, uh, you know, Bogdanovich, like, you're getting other guys to step up. They're hungry. They're wanting to go out there and show, you know, showcase what they can do, um, you know, to earn more minutes. So you're going to get a hungry team. And if you're not serious, uh, that's the type of results you're going to get. And you're going to go into halftime down.
2: Absolutely. Third quarter Detroit goes on a run as well. Kings down 15 with seven minutes to go. Fox hits a three. Trey Lyles hits two threes in a row. Kings within eight. Malik gets an and one. Domas hits a right corner three at the buzzer. Detroit leads by 2, 99-97 to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, there's a Davion to Monk alley which was beautiful. Pistons up five with four minutes to go. Monster dunk from Domas on the picket roll with Monk. Detroit hits three threes in a row, which I consider the dagger. Detroit wins 133 to 120. Booze fill the arena. Liz. Yeah, I mean, as they should.
1: I mean... You're coming, you know, off a long road trip. It's your first game back, you know, at home. Um, You know, when you're in the thick of the standings with, you know, a lot of teams that are competing and the, you know, the standings basically from like five to, you know, like I would say 10, 11 are pretty like close and, you know, to each other. So it's important to win games. And I wouldn't say, you know, this is like a, um, they should have won this game, but this is a game that they must win in this situation, especially with you know, how their, um, upcoming schedule is, it's gonna, it's not getting any easier. You're having some tough games. You're going to be going back on the road. Um, so you got to take care of business, especially on your home court. Uh, but they came out, they looked, you know, lethargic. Um, you know, there was some decent things by certain players. I thought Domas had a really nice game. Uh, you know, but once you let a team, like I said, like this stick around, you let, you know, um, Jaden Ivy go off. Um, they were just not defending him well all night. And I will say Uh, De'Aaron Fox did not have a good game Um, You cannot go under screens On a player like Jaden Ivey because he will make you pay And that's exactly what he was doing All freaking night So um, yeah Keegan just did unfortunately Not have a good game at all Uh, But yeah I mean it is what it is On to the next one regroup and You know keep pushing because again This is game 50 so there's still 32 more games Um, But you gotta start You know buckling down and uh, You know figuring out this, this stuff And you know beating teams that you not quote unquote should, should be, but you know, you need to be in order to, you know, be considered a serious team.
2: Word. I mean, and shout out to Detroit, uh, all their babies. Just bald out today. Um, Sasser is a Hooper for sure. And I, I know that's not deep basketball analysis, but he has it all. And I'm excited to see him. Uh, Jaden Ivy is showing his potential as well. We know what Jalen Duran does. I mean, Jalen Duran's only what, 19 or 20 and already built like Domas, it's ridiculous. And yeah, Domas can only do so much, even though he had a great game against them, but Jalen Duran also had a great game as well. So uh, shout out to their Youngs. Just a weird game uh, on the Kings side. It, it, it's like Monk looked off early, uh, even though I feel like he and Domas carried us in the second half. Uh, shout out to the bench. Uh, Trey Lyles was hot, and it's like I hate it when we waste nights like this where, where Trey Lyles hits 50% from three. Um, as well, as well as Kevin, but then, you know, Keegan lays a goose egg, unfortunately. And then De'Aaron Fox just looked tired. Everything was off, especially his like signature middies. It was just weird. So uh, really unfortunate. So it is what it is.
1: I will say too, um, like it's, I think it's disappointing because of like coming off of like, obviously Monday was disappointing and losing to the Cavaliers, but you have a nice road trip when you win, you know, five out of the seven games. So you're kind of like on a high, even though you lost the last game and you kind of have hope that, you know, you can come back home, get another win against, you know, a struggling Detroit team, especially missing players. Um, But again, when you come out and you're not serious and you play the way you do, um, yeah, that's, you know, like you're going to get the results you got. So uh, I see people blaming like Mike Brown on the timeline. Uh, That's absolutely crazy. Um, This team just did not execute the game plan at all tonight.
2: Well, I will say, this is the same Detroit team that was up 20 um, in the first quarter on the road trip. And so they could totally score on this Kings team. It's it's not a bad squad. It is a bad squad via record-wise, but again, we're not the most athletic team, and that's what they're filled with, young, super athletic players uh, who are now, you know, they have some games under the belt. So, you know, it's not as bad as everyone says it is. It looks bad, sure, but you got to give them their due. Seriously, and, yeah, and they remember the Kings' comeback win. They got their lick back. It's unfortunate. Nolan, good to see you. What's going on? Man. Yeah,
3: it's a tough loss, um, but with the next upcoming opponents, I think that we do respond well. We do look at ourselves in the mirror, and we have to bounce back. I think we play what? I'm looking at it now. Nuggets, Thunder, Suns, Nuggets, Spurs, Clippers, Heat, Nuggets, Timberwolves. That's our next nine. Spurs is only. Weaker team in that group. It's all really tough teams, but I think this is a loss where we could take it with stride and be like, look at ourselves in the mirror, say, All right, we got to figure it out. We got a tough stretch going on. We lost to a bad team who's missing a lot of guys. Should we have lost to him? No. Did we? Yes. Time to pick it up, turn around. I'm sure Mike Brown will do what he has to do coaching wise to light the fire into these guys' ass and put them back out there for this next nine game uh, stretch where it's going to be tough. And then I'm, I'm, and Monty we trust. If we stay put, I'm with it. If we go after a guy, I'm with it. So it's going to be a tough uh, stretch here, but hopefully we could bounce back and respond well after this
1: one. Also to like touch base on that. I mean, you know, like standing pat and everything, um, you know, there's been reports like, you know, certain players are available. Are they not available? So some teams like that may have players like that are on struggling teams, like, I've seen reports like Washington, you know, like the Trailblazers, like things like that. Like they may be standing pat until the end of the season and the offseason as well. So again, like if trades do not happen, like, yes, Monty's job is to go out there and execute, but it does take two to tango. So like if nothing does happen, like I know we're going to see people shitting on Monty for doing nothing. But again, it takes two to tango. And if some of these teams are wanting to wait until the offseason, to kind of figure out what direction they want to go for their franchise, then that's just what's going to happen. So I'm not expecting anything to happen. I would probably tell everyone not to expect anything to happen tomorrow. Um, but again, it takes two to tango to pull these things off.
3: Yeah, it, Absolutely. absolutely. It, I don't want anything to be forced in us to go back and be like, oh, we should not have done that just because to make a trade, just to make a trade. I like the guys that we have, and I know I've seen them. Play, I mean, you see Harrison Barnes picked it up and he had some big scoring games in the last couple uh weeks here but i'm fine with standing pat and with the guys we have because we do have a good squad i mean they did they showed it last year we've shown spurts this year it's not too far off of a record last year at this time so i'm fine with that we we have a squad we got a good squad to build something do something next year if it comes around if it's available
2: but nolan you know people want to win the trip now oh yeah the one-
3: I don't, I don't care what they want. I want a good team. I want. <laughs> exactly. I want
2: good team. Yeah, no, seriously. It, it's ridiculous. Everyone's crying. It's like nobody said that this was a, a a true contender this year. And we need to relax. It's all about the long game, you Uh Thank you, guys. Keith, what's happening?
4: Oh, daily Sabonis. Daily, daily, daily. We are in a world of hurt tonight, but I'll try to I'll try to do my best to look at both sides. You know, there, there's there's something called the glass being half full and the glass being half empty. I think it's a little bit of both right now for our beloved Kings, but let me try to make as much sense of tonight as possible. Um, first of all, you got to give the, the Pistons credit. Um, I remember when they, I think, broke the the NBA record for longest losing streak, and I did the, my whole sports um, show on that. I think this is, a, excuse me, a little bit of karma for that. So. Okay, Pistons, you got me back on that. Whatever, um, but you got to give them credit—they went out there and kicked their ass. I mean, there's really nothing else you can say. They kicked their ass, and um, they showed up. And you know, the Pistons—not to make this about them, but like they're gonna—they have talent on that team. They're missing Cade. Uh, I like that you touched on Dur- on Duran because Duran is a rebound freak. He already has an NBA body. He's not even legally allowed to drink yet. They've got talent. They're gonna find their way eventually. Hopefully. Um, and write and that ship um but to get to the kings man i mean this has been now i feel like a month to two month process where we see this team going like a four game winning streak and then just lose a bad one and these inconsistencies you know like liz and i talk about all the time we'd rather have them happen now than a couple of months from now but you know i i i I see on Twitter or X, if you want to be politically correct now, the fans taking shots at Mike and Fox and oh Sabonis. You got you got you know Cam. I love Cam, but he's like, oh Sabonis is the only superstar that shows up now. It's like, come on, really? Um, everyone just had a bad it was a bad performance. It's not directed – it can't be solely directed at, oh, well, Fox didn't show up. Did Fox have a great game? No. By Fox's standards, absolutely not. But he wasn't the only one. So to pin this loss or these last couple of games, the way this team has performed on just Fox or somebody, that's um, irresponsible. They just have not played good as a team. And uh, you, uh, they touch on the deadline. I really don't know. I mean, look it, – it, You have to think, if you were being honest with yourself, when Monty was making these moves last year, re-signing Barnes, giving Domas the extension, he was in the ear of the players. And I guarantee the players probably said, we're fine with running it back. We're fine with keeping Barnes. We're fine with the group of guys we have. So, you know, I I don't expect a move. But at the same time, if Monty goes into this whole season and says, now, now you guys said let's run it back with the core we have, I mean, you have to think that that's what they're going to do. And and I really don't think you can make a move right now. I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to have to pay Monk if you want to resign Monk, which, I mean, you have to be a fool not to. You're going to have a lot of these core players coming up in the next couple of years, and that money is going to have to go towards that. So if you're swinging for somebody – other than a Kessler Edwards um, type of deal, you're you're going to have to pay a lot of money in the future. But overall, man, I just, they didn't play good. They didn't look good. But at the same time, I think we're going to find out a lot about our team right now, which is a scary given what happened tonight, both a scary and hopefully encouraging. Because what's to say this team doesn't get their shit together and go and, and beat Denver, some of these other teams, man? Like. They've beaten OKC. They lose the Pistons. So it's like the best. Of, it's like the the best of times and the worst of times. But we're gonna find out a lot about the Kings. You know, they've
1: already beaten Denver once this year too. By the way,
4: yeah, exactly. So you're dealing with these expectations now. It's not about okay, you guys surprised everybody. You made the playoffs the first time in five thousand years. That's over with. Now comes the tough part. Can you deal with the expectations? Can you deal with the pressure? of not just being the up and coming team. Now people know you're somewhat decent. It's about now putting it together 48 minutes every single night. You can't be inconsistent, but tough loss, man. These things happen better days ahead. Hopefully we uh, learn from this, come back from this strong, uh, light the beam, hopefully. And again, one day and uh, hopefully we will turn the jets on on another day. Good night.
2: Thanks, Keith. Damn it! We're so damn rational. We need a Jim Park to just panic and start crying on the damn fucking spaces. Seriously, who's going to play that for, role?
1: No, just all, for all the trolls tonight. Uh, Sabonis and Fox uh, did speak to the podium tonight, so just for anyone out there that you what? know was going to be trolling after the game.
2: Oh man! Well, you already know there's a few trade machiners that are uh, <laughs> putting Fox and Domas in there, or maybe just Fox. That and would Keegan be crazy. Tonight. No, <laughs> seriously, crazy. you know they are.
1: It's all good. <laughs> I, I know.
2: Oh, that's crazy. Uh, i appreciate everyone being so f- rational uh that's awesome we have another rational speaker uh ross what's going on
5: what's up everybody um yeah coming in pretty rational uh, i mean like most people you see yourself favored by 15 points and you think it's going to be an easy win um but that's honestly like we're setting ourselves up because that's not who this team is. That's not who they've been this year. That really wasn't who they are last year. I feel like we have a kind of a better memory of what we thought last year's team was. But last year's team was really stressful, too. Um, it was just the come up and our first time really experiencing wins, Um so, everyone was sweet. And obviously, it was a different season and a little more lighthearted. But that's what comes with, you know, making the playoffs is this added pressure. And it's like the sophomore slump, as they call it with players. You kind of have this, you know, uh, pressure on yourself because now you have to prove it again. So, it's obviously not going perfectly or how you'd love it, but you still just got to keep looking at the record. It's a very reactionary uh, thing, especially Twitter. It's like you win a couple games and, you know, keep everybody. And you lose a couple games, and now we want to trade everybody. So just kind of sticking with this team. And if nothing happens tomorrow, it's not the end of the world. A um, couple positives, like you saw Fox and Domas both speak in the post game. And I think it's little things like that that are really good to see because so many people, it was just like a big debacle a month ago when Fox wouldn't speak. And this is probably about as bad of a loss as you can get. So it's good to, that's a good thing, seeing your two leaders get up there. Um, the one thing that is strange that I just can't figure out is this team not being good at home. Um, if they were like a 750 winning percentage or a little bit closer to what most, you know, top six teams are at home, it would just separate us. And I don't know if it's the, I mean, my personal theory is that the fans are so thirsty. It just puts this added pressure on the team um, because it really doesn't make a lot of sense. They just seem to focus away um, from sack. So if they clean that up and figure it out, I think it'll be good. Um, And then just big picture we just needed a couple of dogs on this team. Um, I like the talent we have right now, and I don't think it's a talent issue. I think it's more of a mental issue, and that's why when you see teams coming in and it doesn't really matter who we have on the floor, they're just so comfortable, and, you know, even with our improved defense, we still have that identity that we're kind of a soft team. So even if Monty doesn't make a move um, tomorrow tomorrow, um i think in the offseason you you get somebody out there and not just a guy that is you know end of the bench guy is going to come in deliver a hard foul you got to get somebody that's you know fourth or fifth top four or five in your rotation that you know really other teams do not like playing somebody who's going to annoy you on defense i feel like the one thing with this team is people come in and are just a little bit too comfortable so i'm sure monty's looking for it um if I see like one one more of these tweets, that's like Monty do something. It's it makes me laugh because the, the guy is, you know, up there with one of the most talented pieces of our organization so far. The fact that he's been able to build this with such little, you know, weapons, um, came into just, i say it a million times, but when he came in, Fox had no value on his contract. He was almost untradeable, um, and he matched him out and then, you know, he's, he's had his misses in the draft, but his hits have been way bigger. So Monty's brilliant. Um, He doesn't have a bunch of, uh, you know, bunch of ammunition to just throw out there. So he's going to make some calculated move and get this team better, even if it's not tomorrow within a year or two. So yeah, stay patient.
2: Right on Ross. Appreciate you, man.
1: Thankfully, everyone has a positive outlook again. You know, it is a disappointing loss and it's unacceptable. Um, And, The guys 100% know that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think these players are walking into the locker room and like, well, you know, on to the next. Like, they're going to let this, you know, this type of situation kind of sting. And if they really do have the hopes of, you know, at least getting out of the first round this, you know, season, um, they got to tighten their shit up. So uh, hopefully they look at themselves in the mirrors, take the accountability they need to take and, you know, um, go on this long road trip or, you know, long stretch of games, I should say, and uh, get some good wins.
2: And like we always say, uh every episode, stay neutral. Uh this time it's not getting too low. So we've talked about it before. Do your reset so that way you're coming into the next game uh fresh with good vibes. But uh we appreciate everyone coming out. Uh shout out to all the speakers. And in I love that. I really I'm so glad that Domos Muse says, Yeah, yeah, you guys talked me off the ledge. That's what we're here for. Uh and I think That's what we're best at. We're given our perspective. That's all we can offer, really. We're not in the locker room. We don't have access like the other outlets, the other uh, Kings media. But we are fairly rational fans that have put the time in and and put thought into this game. So thank you for appreciating our takes. We appreciate you guys. Seriously, uh, that's what it's about. That makes me feel good about doing this shit. You make it worth it. That's what I'm saying. All right, y'all. We appreciate you. Good day. Good night like to be.